My name is Vaughn, and you, of course, are one of my most inspirational people I've ever spoken to in my entire life. So I just want to get inside of your head because I've been watching everything Young Dylan, like literally, bro. Like, I love you. I watched you on your Tyler Perry show. I watched you on your Ellen visits on her shows. I've been watching you on even AGT, America's Got Talent. I Thank saw you, you so that. much. Yeah, yeah, and your energy and your level and your professionalism and the fact that your your, your comedic timing is impeccable. I, I mean, Thank like you. I'm so excited to meet you. So tell me how it feels to be in this new space because I mean, uh, bro, you're like the king of Thursdays, right? <laughs> yeah, technically. Um, it's just a blessing, man. I'm so grateful for the people that's supporting me. I have a great supportive system and I'm just like really blessed. And I always keep God first, you know, he's like my savior. He's been doing this all for me. I'm so blessed that I'm just so happy to be in this position. I've been doing this for like almost seven years and I, I came a long way to Ellen, Billboard Awards, All-Star, America's Got Talent. All these other shows, my show going on, other TV shows. I have three shows on the network right now, man. And it's just so crazy. And um, I'm working so hard, but like I'm all, I'm also working, but also having fun. That's unbelievable. And you just had a birthday. You just had a yes. birthday, right? March 4th? Yep. Uh oh, so what you do for your birthday? What was popping? So I was working because um, uh, we're still filming my show, uh, season three, Tyler Praise Young Dylan. We're filming that right now. So they had like a birthday cake for me. They said happy birthday. We were working. And then um, after we finished, me and uh, Charlie, he played, his name is Hero. We went out on a shopping spree uh, and we went to Louie. Uh, we went to- uh, Nice. What you ordered from Louie? So, you know, me and my mother going to Bahamas this summer. So I got me some Louis um, swim trunks, got me some Louis glasses. You know, uh -huh. I was like, I stand drippy. So you're saying drippy. I, and speaking of staying drippy, I just saw you on Charlemagne the God in Breakfast Club with Lala. Was it Lala or Lamar? What's it's Lele. Lele, Lele, yep. yes. And she's on Nickelodeon. So she, you guys are like Nickelodeon mates, so to speak. Definitely. So tell us about this Wednesday night on Nickelodeon, because you have this prime time with the NFL show. Yes, that's also on Nickelodeon. It's with Nate Burleson. Um, all we talk about is football, slime everywhere. It's definitely when you watch the show, you can tell that it's Nickelodeon theme. And we're talking about football, and uh, he's he's um like he's been in the NFL before. He was with Megatron. He was with the uh, Lions, wow. Seahawks, all of that. Detroit, yeah. Detroit, Detroit. You know, but Detroit, yep. you know, born and raised. So you know. Oh, really? <laughs> And um, it's just great working with him. He taught me a lot of stuff on set and off of set. We always talking about football because at that time we were filming, I was playing youth football. So we always talk about every game I did, like what I do and stuff like that. And he's just a very fun guy to work with. And he's very athletic. Nice. So speaking of football, so I'm assuming because you are on his show, I, I want to give you a hodgepodge of questions and just throw it out there. Um, so football versus basketball, which one? That is so hard, man. Oh my gosh. Wow, 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 wow. I'll have to go with basketball because it has way more influence and way more fans. But football, during the playoffs, Super Bowl, they have way more fans than um, NBA. Right. But I feel like it's a lot a lot more like Hall of Famers and icons in basketball, like Michael Jordan, you know, Will Chamberlain. I think it's more icons yeah, in basketball yeah. than football. And we cannot forget Kobe Bryant. Definitely, I think. Yep. 
So were you born and raised in Cali as well? Or, cause I was born and raised in Detroit and I'm in California and, but I'm just saying, but I go back and forth to New York as well. But were you born and raised there? Or I'm thinking not, right? Um, nah, I was born in Annapolis, Maryland. Wow. Wow. So what was it like? Wait, 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 wait hold on. So you're 12 now, right? No, I'm so 13 now. Oh, Jesus. Time is flying. Cause I, so three years ago, you were on America's Got Talent. So, pre, so prior to that, where were you at before that? Were you in Maryland or were, did you move to uh, LA after or before? Uh, no, that? I'm still living in Maryland, but you know, I travel a lot to Got Atlanta, it. New York, Cali. So I'm hoping to move to one of those states by like, by like 15. Nice. And then if you had your choice between hot dogs and hamburgers, what would it be? Hamburgers. Hot dogs make me throw up for some reason. Oh yeah, sometimes, and, and I need to, I need to grill them sometimes, make them a little yeah. crispy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about uh, hot, uh, pizza hot wings? Dang, that's hard. Um, I might have to go with hot wings because hot wings is my favorite food, or like one of my top ten favorite foods on the planet. How about rapping versus singing? Wow. Uh, oh wow. Because <laughs> I know that you do a little bit of everything, even you dance. Uh, that is so hard. Because I rap more than I sing, I have to go with rapping. I have to go with hip hop. Okay, okay. So speaking of which, I was also studying, not just watching, but studying. When you get on stage, you transform. You know, Beyonce becomes Sasha Fierce and you become like Young Diamond. Like something yeah. different. <laughs> so how, how, does that trans- how does that transformation come about? Like, is this from acting classes or have you been doing this since you were like out the womb? You know, for me, acting classes, I cannot take acting classes. I cannot stay in there for hours and hours just doing stuff like that. Right, right. I have to be social, I have to be moving and stuff like that. I cannot be in an acting class for less than an hour. And <laughs> I think I just transform. Like when I'm like behind the stage, I like I'm really nervous. My heart's beating fast. My belly is like like butterflies in my stomach. But all I'm really trying to do while I'm behind the stage waiting to go on is remembering my rap, stuff like that. And when they open those curtains, voila, I'm, I'm my, the, um, the, uh, the butterflies is gone. Uh, my uh, heart is pumping, good pumping though. But like, uh, the, I'm getting the crowd lit, everybody watching me. It's very nerve-wracking, nerve but like, when like the crowd start getting hype, you start getting hype. And I start getting excited when the crowd get lit. Yes, you do, because, I mean, for you to spit out so many bars from Kendrick Lamar's song, Be Humble, and you're on beat, and I watched you on Ellen, like, I watched you, like, a few times, and, you know, normally we all, you know, we're, we're in cancel culture, we're in this fast-paced environment where, I, you know, I'm watching Instagram and TikTok on my cell phone and a tablet, and, you know, we're watching, this is, <laughs> this is nuts. So, when you're, when, when, when you're, when you're in that space, how do you stay on beat? Like, is that just in your soul? Like, do you have anybody in your family that's in music? Is there anybody in your family has that cadence? The way you were on beat, just, you know, spitting those 16 bars was unbelievable. I think it's just like my father. I mean, he never did music, but like every time since I was like baby, he's been playing music in the car loud. I just remembered him and I have a great uh, memorization and I just remember the beat, remember the lyrics, just like I do my lines. That's the same thing I do in my scripts. I remember my scripts just like that. And I felt like I remember the beat because I heard the song so much because it was right. popular at that time. So it was easy to catch on. And also, like, I know if I'm off beat, I'm going to stop real quick. 
get myself together and go back on beat. Cause right. I ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna be on Ellen and like my flow ain't good. I'm on beat. I'm gonna be like, oh nah, we ain't having that. Right. And and I, I picked it, I picked your game. And I was wondering when you were on that little platform, did you feel like you were gonna fall off a little bit when you were in the front? Cause you were in the <laughs> I saw that and I saw you catch yourself. I saw that. A lot of people, like my family members to my friends, they all said that was a fall off. And they're correct. The the two times I was on Ellen, like my first time and my second time being on Ellen, when she told me to get up on the car, I slipped both of the times. The first time I was like, ooh. And then the crowd started laughing. So finally I got up and started performing. But yes, that was like the little blooper that was actually live. And I, I was like, dang, man, why did I keep doing that? Wow. So before we dig into your your your, your, um, your Jimmy Fallon experience, I wanted to ask you, because, uh, you know, that's that off the, you know, to me, I'm, I'm so happy for you. And to see another African-American, especially a young man like yourself, trailblazing, you're not, you're a trailblazer. There's no Keenan and, and Dylan. It's just that. You know? And you and, Le, you and your um, your sister Layla. So I feel like for you, I wanted to know, do you do you prefer scripted or improv? Because I'm, one, before we get into this other segment, I want to know if you like scripted or improv. I like more scripted because, like, uh, before, like, I'm like, if they don't want me to, if they want me to improv, then I need to like, get like five minutes to myself and think of what I'm ready to say. I can't just improv out of nowhere. But I think scripted is way better because I can learn it fast and I'm more used to it. Right, nice. And do you prefer TV versus film? Because you have so many, you, 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 you're always living in the moment, you know? So it's like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't even know when you're real or you're not real or... <laughs> Like you're like you probably if you get in trouble, your parents probably even know if you're if you're being really bad, right? Facts. Um, I think TV. I think yeah, more TV. Yeah, and speaking of which, like I said before, what was this experience with Jimmy Fallon? Like, how did you meet such an iconic? Like, this is the most one of the most iconic iconic comedic and talk show hosts of our entire generation, and you are now working in tandem with him. And yep. on your own show with your own little band and everything. Yep. I think um, how it all came about was this, it was my last day of school. Um, my father told me, like, I was just laying on my floor, just watching TikTok and stuff like that. My father calls me out of nowhere telling me, you need to get on the Zoom. I forgot all about it. You need to get on the Zoom. So I was like, what's the Zoom for? He was like, the audition that you did for, um, uh, the, the Kids Tonight show of Jimmy Fallon hosting. I was like, whoa. I was like, okay, let me get myself ready. Let me get myself ready. And then I hopped on the Zoom. Everyone loved my personality. Uh, I was talking to every kid on there. And then they loved me. And I, I was like, uh, all of the kids, the four kids, Michael, Michelle, Olivia, Record, me. I think we all have our own type of talents and our own different personality. We bring something different to the show. And that's what I really liked about them. And that's why I really liked about the show. I think they cast the great people. Um, and I, I'm glad they casted me because I felt like I, I was like, I felt like I was supposed to be on that show. Yeah, you were born for that show. Thank and you. I only checked out a couple of clips for it, but I was just like, I'm you when I see you do anything, I feel like I know you. You're so accessible and so transparent. And it's just like, I think that's the lovability of you. And that's what makes you so powerful. And you stand in your truth. And then I love what you stand for. And I feel like a lot of young people, including my 11-year-old, 12-year-old son, he doesn't have a lot of figures. Like you said on one on, on Breakfast Club, 
the music game is just ridiculous. And all the, all the kids know all those lyrics. My son knows every single one of those lyrics that, you know, and you know what I'm talking about. Facts. Some of those, those lyrics are very hardcore. So you're saying, you're saying on Breakfast Club that you want to change that um, narrative and you and um, Lele wanted to do some clean music with the same types of beats. What, what's going to be, what's what's your next project of music and when you seen that coming to fruition um, for, with that project? Well, I have like a mixtape coming out soon, a mixtape. I feel like, I feel like that mixtape Wait, when is that dropping? When is that dropping? Let us know. Mixtape. It's dropping this summer and it's wow. gonna be lit, man. Uh about eight songs of just me. Uh also some um I, it's just gonna be lit, man. And I feel like like you just said, I feel like uh the kids need to bring something new to the game. It can't be all cursing and stuff like that on the song. Right. I feel like like you just said, I feel like we can bring clean music, but also be as lit as the other songs that have cursing, but just clean. And I feel like, uh, I feel like I always have to like, people have to hear every word I say. I don't want to mumble. I don't want people to not hear every word I say. I want them to hear every word, every breath, every everything. I want the song to be like perfected. And it is, and you can definitely see, uh, we put a lot of work in on this mixtape that's coming out this summer. It's going to be lit. I can't wait, and I'm I'm just such a fan, you know. I'm fanboying over here, <laughs> but um, my other thing I was gonna say to you is, ooh, what an what an interesting two years of our lives, right? We've all been locked in these houses. Things have really come to close. The great thing with you is you you uh you have so much going on. You're staying busy. Your mind is moving. You're mobile. But for those of us who haven't had the opportunity and the amazing blessings that you've had where you were being able to fly back and forth to Tyler Perry Studios, fly back and forth to New York and LA for these shows and Nickelodeon headquarters, all these amazing things that you're doing. How do you keep that in perspective in terms of not getting too exhausted, too depleted? Because right now, a lot of us are at home. We are, we're just going back to work. We're just going back to school, but we feel a little depleted. What would you say to those kids and even us adults? What would you say what we need to do or how, and then, and how, and how do you, how do you even like compartmentalize these things that you have going on to push on to the next level? That's just, like, how do you do this? I think you could, uh, I think you should talk to someone about it. Cause like, you know, uh, quarantine, you know, um, for me, it taught me a lot of things. Okay. And you know, uh, like I was like really stressed out at one point, like balancing school, acting, rapping, all of that. But you know, you just have to have a great supportive system as I always say, and you also have to talk talk about your issues. Nice. And with your support system, what does that include? Your parents, your your you have any siblings? How many siblings do you have? I never even heard. I'm an only child. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. All eyes on you. All eyes on that. That's awesome. So with all these things in the works, are you is there any other things in the pipeline? Like a book deal or maybe a clothing line? Because you know your swag, as you said, your drip is always impeccable. You know, I, I want to see your shoes was popping off with your shoes over there because I know you were sneaking in. I mean, you know, I kept, I kept it, I kept it light today. You know, I just put uh, on the, I kept it light today because you know I was just. You can put them up on that. You can you take one off for us? No, 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 no. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. They have, they have one, but I'm signed with Puma, so you know. Oh, you know. Yes, and that's exactly what I was about to ask you too. So this new deal with Puma, what's this about, and what, what how did it come about? So, you know, Puma, I, like, I was like, wow, I'm getting a deal with Puma? Puma? Puma, like, it's, super, I got it. like, it's crazy, man. It's definitely a blessing. 
Puma has gave gave me to, like a lot of uh like opportunities. Uh, I got to work with Corday on a um photo shoot and commercial for uh, Puma. Uh, they gave me some early Lamelo Ball shoes, and you know I'm a big fan of Lamelo Ball. And yeah. to get some shoes was amazing, and to work with Corday on that, we both got to freestyle. It was really amazing. It was definitely a blessing, and you know Puma got good fits, good shoes, everything. You know Puma tripping yeah, me head to toe. You feel me? Nice, yeah. Puma's one of my favorite brands. They're they're very stylish, so that's awesome that's for you. That's dope. Thank you. So you now you have this Puma in the work. You have these three shows. You're the king of Thursday. Mm-hmm. We can all catch up with you on Wednesdays on the Nickelodeon NFL's fine. And then on yep. Thursdays you got that Peacock with the um, the Jimmy Fallon the, the late night with kids, kids late night. Yeah. Yeah. So that and that's cool. So when do you have time to do all this stuff? When do you have time to sleep? <laughs> when do you have time to sleep? So, you know, my day consists of me waking up at like 6.30, uh, you know, getting ready, going straight to work, going straight mm-hmm. to school, and then going to work, and then coming home from work, do scripts. My father gives me uh, like two hours of free time to like eat, get in the shower, play my game for a little, then like an hour of scripts again, and then that's bedtime. That's what my day consists of on the week. But on the weekend, my father gives me a little free time and he gives me like Saturday off. And like on Sunday, we get back to scripts. Wow. So you do have a free time and, and it sounds like you get your little naps on in between. Yup. Nice. So having said that, I have one quick or two questions for you regarding, um, see, I was going to ask you, I know on an Ellen show, you were talking about how you did some things where you actually, uh, I think you were feeding the homeless or working at a yep. shelter. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, what other things have you done within the community that we should know about or we, and then that we can help out with as well? So, you know, I donated to the homeless also. And during quarantine, I've been like giving food to hospitals, uh, people that are still working during the, like, the pandemic. You know, I was doing that a lot. And, um, you know, I was just trying to stay there for my community. You know, I'm from Annapolis, Maryland. My name ring bells in Annapolis, Maryland. Like, well, when, I'm sure. When they, when they well, call name, my name. Yeah. Well, you know, your name isn't ringing bells for the longest. Facts. When, when, they, when someone say my name in Annapolis, Maryland, everyone everyone knows. So, you know, I just want to be there for my community. And I also want to, I, I always want Annapolis, Maryland in my heart. I always want to tell people where I'm from. Most people don't even know what Annapolis is but everyone knows what maryland is baltimore and stuff like that but i want to be the person to make annapolis well known and i feel like i can do that well you already have done it and you really have been a, a, a shining light and an inspiration to all including myself is there anything before we leave today that you can tell us or tell anyone young like yourself that has dreamed about being in the industry like you any words of encouragement or advice um, I think just never give up. If you have a dream, chase it, man. Don't let anyone stop you. And you always have to have a great supportive system. Trust the people who you love and who they love. They have to love you, of course. And I feel like just never give up. Always grind hard. If 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 you want that dream, go for it, man. Don't let anyone stop you. And um, have passion for it. Be confident in yourself. Also, don't get too confident. Be humble also, but also have confidence in yourself. And you should always, like, it's this one word that I made up, Dill Steady. You always uh-uh. it's called Dil- You always have to be <laughs> yourself. You always got to be dripped out. And dripped just, out. like, 
just when you step in a room, shine your light. Right, and that's so beautiful you said that, shine your light. Don't be afraid to be who you are. And that's one thing about you, Dylan. You are not afraid. And I'm so proud of you. And we're so Thank thankful you. to have you today. And, you know, like I said before, kudos. We really appreciate everything you're doing for the community and also for young people like yourself. Keep on trailblazing. We Thank appreciate you. you, Dylan. Thank you so much for coming through, man. Thank you for Thank having you me. Much. Appreciate it. You too. Now have a good weekend. You too. Bye.